From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Tiffany's NFTs, Vitalik takes shots at Zuck, and the Bored Ape Gazette. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's August already. It's August 1st, to be exact. It's a Monday, to even be more exact. And the time is 8.36 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Hope everybody had a great weekend. My weekend was filled with parades, home days, uh, shaking hands, passing out lit. (laughs) It It was a good weekend. I was tired, though. I came home yesterday after a parade and meeting a lot of people and literally just fell asleep on the on the couch just lights out lights out woke up and I was like ooh i need to make some food and then went to bed early i know that's super interesting for you but that was what my weekend was like but right now i want to see what the weekend was like for those prices here comes the money here we go money talk well, coming out of the weekend and looking at the Bitcoin price, it's not too shabby, but it is down 2.3% in 24 at $23,241. It's still up around 6% for 7. Ethereum's up around 9.3% in 7, but it's down on the day, 2.5% to be exact, at $1,670. Teller's number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is at 286, down on 24 hours, but it's still up 14% in 7. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Binance USD. That's the first time I said it that way. Binance USD, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. Total market cap is down 2.3% in 24 at 1.08 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 41.4 and an F dominance of 18.8. And now it's time for coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is ranked number 31 on coin market cap, Filecoin. FIL is the ticker. The price is $9.37, up 13% in 24. Wow. Okay. Its market cap is $2.3 billion. Fully diluted is also $2.3 billion. The all-time high for Filecoin. I kind of feel like this is going to be pretty high. Let's see what's going on here. The all-time high for Filecoin was, holy smokes, a year ago, April 1st, it was $237. It's down 96% since then. Its all-time low was set three years ago. It's up 400% since then at $1.83. Wow. Wow. Anyway, you can buy it at Binance, Gate, Coinbase, and Huobi, and many more. Again, it's top 30. It's uh, You can buy it a lot of places, but that's very interesting that the all-time high price was damn near $240. So what does this Filecoin do? I almost can guess what it does just by the name, but let me read it for you. Filecoin is a decentralized storage system, yep, that's what I guessed, that aims to store humanity's most important information. Well, that's pretty bold, huh? The project raised $205 million in an ICO in 2017, 
It initially planned a launch date for mid-2019. However, the launch was pushed back to block 148,888, which was expected mid-October of 2020. So now you're forcing me to go onto your website to make sure that this was actually launched properly. And after a little bit of research going onto the website and going onto uh, their Twitter, it looks as though they're they're launched properly. However, I can't see much more than that um, in how it's being used. However, they do have consistent and regular social media posts. Anyway, that's Filecoin. It's our coin of the day. Ticker FIL, rank number 31 in CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's news. And Skylar put this on my radar. Tiffany & Company is launching a series of NFTs. And they're set to begin on August 5th. And they announced this by tweeting a video of a pixelated grid revealing the word NFTIF. The tweet also specified the price of the mint is around 30th or around $51,000 at today's price. And Skylar also wrote, I think that this leads to the most expensive mint that they've seen, which is very interesting. The website that the tweet links to says that this will have a limited supply of 250. The page for NFTs features a statement at the bottom saying it's powered by Chain, a blockchain-based technology founded in 2014 that's received funding from Capital One, NASDAQ, and Visa. Tiffany's tweeted this, We're taking NFTs to the next level. Hmm, that's very bold as well. Exclusive to CryptoPunks holders, NFTIF transforms your NFT into a bespoke pendant handcrafted by Tiffany and Company. You'll also receive an additional NFT version of the pendant. And if you click the link in the show notes, you'll see this. It's basically a gold pendant with some rubies or jewels or diamonds or something of your CryptoPunk in a pendant form, in jewelry form. And apparently you'll get an NFT version of that as well. But that is actually pretty cool. In a Twitter thread discussing how the metaverse might look, Vitalik Buterin said corporate projects currently underway don't look promising, and he specifically criticized Meta slash Facebook. He said this, We really don't know the definition of the metaverse, so it's far too early to know what people actually want. So anything Facebook creates right now will misfire. The metaverse is going to happen, he continued to say, but I don't think any of the existing corporate attempts to initially create the metaverse are going anywhere. But as we know from last week's news, Zuck is doubling down, losing a hell of a lot of money to try to build this thing out, uh, but he's not quitting. He says, I believe the metaverse is the next chapter for the internet. Today we're seen as a social media company, but in our DNA, we're a company that builds technology to connect people, and the metaverse is the next frontier. He continued to say that this is obviously a very expensive undertaking over the next several years, but as the metaverse becomes more important to every part of how we live, I'm confident that we're going to be glad we played an important role in building this. A proposal submitted by Ave companies was backed by 99.9% of voters who pledged half a million in Ave in approving the measure to create GHO, a stablecoin that would be backed by collateral consisting of other cryptocurrencies. Hmm, this sounds like a great idea. The vote spanned a total of three days, and the price of Ave the coin native to the lending platform, spiked immediately following the proposal's approval. GHO would be pegged to the US dollar, and the stablecoin would be backed by a mix of cryptocurrencies that users can already deposit on the, on the platform. Um, again, I don't want to be cynical, and I don't want to be a downer or a Debbie downer or a fudster, but how many times are people going to try this? It's not going to work. Can we just back a stablecoin with a currency, a current currency, like a government currency, an issued currency? It's just what it's for, right? 
Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Matthew ran into crypto CEO if you think I'm wrong. Civic. There's a company we haven't spoke about for a while. Interesting company, been around for a minute. But Civic is continuing its fight against bots, scams, and rug pulls with the launch of a new tool, Uniqueness Verification, in a platform called Civic.me. Uniqueness Verification is one part of a suite of products that they have for enterprises, which is called Civic Pass. They said, in a nutshell, Civic Pass is a token that gets issued to a consumer's wallet that is non-transferable and also non-visible directly via an explorer. That then attests to some sort of verification. This is a service designed to stop bots from taking unfair advantage of NFT drops by limiting the number of wallets and an account can use for the drop. Basically, what they're trying to prevent is uh, a bot having multiple wallets and then minting all of these NFTs upon launch. And so one person, you know, just scoops them up. Civic also rolled out Civic.me, and that's a platform that lets users manage their online identity, NFTs, wallet addresses, and reputation from one place on the blockchain. ApeCoin DAO has voted in favor of funding the news site, the Board Ape Gazette. The proposal, also known as AIP70, passed with flying colors with over 1.1 million Ape tokens voted in favor and 149,000 Ape tokens voting against the Gazette. And they voted for $150,000 to fund the site. The money will go toward paying the sole writer and editor, Kyle Swenson, $7,000 a month to create more written content, with increased focus on ApeCoin DAO news and the creation of a bi weekly Board Ape Gazette newsletter. The Board Ape Gazette has only seen 52,400 total site visits since its launch over a year ago, in June of 2021. Though sole writer and editor, Kyle Swenson, he says, My goal is to never tell people what to think. My goal has been and always will be to bring the community the important information that they need to make their own decisions. It looks as though over 54 pro-Russian volunteer groups have, have sent around $2.2 million in cryptocurrency donations to fund the war efforts in Ukraine. And this is according to a report from Chainalysis on Friday. Chainalysis said that the vast majority of the funds were sent in Bitcoin, or about $1.45 million worth, and Ethereum, around $590,000 worth. And there were considerable quantities of Tether, Litecoin, and Doge as well. As of March, crypto analytics firm Elliptic placed the total amount raised by Ukraine groups in crypto donations between $64 and $100 million. Charles Schwab will launch his Charles Schwab Crypto Thematic Index next week. The fund, which will trade on the New York Stock Exchange ARCA under the ticker STCE, will offer indirect exposure to the crypto ecosystem. The prospectus, which was filed with the SEC, says in bold type that the new fund will not invest in cryptocurrency or digital assets directly. Instead, at least 80% of the fund's assets will be invested in securities, like shares of companies that have a stake in crypto. For example, the prospectus said that the fund currently has 44% of its assets invested in software companies and other 41% in diversified financial sectors. And finally, to wrap it up today... I hope everybody's having a great time so far in this podcast. I'm having a great Monday. Anyway, the last news we have today is that CoinFlex is undergoing massive layoffs. The staff reduction is sizable enough that in combination with some non-staff cuts, it will reduce the company costs by around 50 to 60%. If you guys remember, CoinFlex is another company that froze customers' accounts. Since then, however, they have made 10% of users' funds available for withdrawal but the vast majority of customers' deposits remain inaccessible. Why are they doing this? Why are they pausing withdrawals? Why are they cutting their staff? Well, 
They're in dire straits, they say, due to an $84 million deficit owed to the company by a single large individual customer. And that customer is rumored to be Roger Veer, a.k.a. Bitcoin Jesus, a.k.a. the creator of Bitcoin Cash. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And if you're listening on Spotify, just open up the app. Open up the page where the where the show is and click that five-star rating. Show everybody that this is a damn good crypto news podcast. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everybody.